96.5 KLH from ESPN Radio, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year. Jason Wildey joins us. Jason, what was it like being at the game during that crazy last play? It was unbelievable. Because, and good morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning. Because, because we're up there on the seventh floor, so while you lose some of the feeling for you know, the speed of the game and how hard the hits are, which I certainly have experienced from down on the sideline in the past, um, when you're up that high, you can see things developing. And I, I may have even uttered an expletive <laughs> because we could see... To the right of number 49, uh, Jesper Horston, that he had Allen Robinson clapping for the ball and wide open that if he, the guy that got tackled and fumbled, had seen him and pitched the ball to his right, it's a touchdown. Mm -hmm. He has, not only does he have a bunch of green grass in front of him, he's got Anthony Miller, number 17, in front of him to block if somebody happens to come between him and the goal line. So they were literally this close to pulling that off. Now, they still would have had to convert a two-point conversion mm-hmm. force overtime. But, you know, again, the Packers win. That's the most important thing. They're 11-3. and three. They're back in the playoffs after missing the last two years. But that was one of the, you know, you do this for 24 years. I don't think I've ever seen a play quite like that in person before. You're an expert, Jason. I am not. I find that almost every game they start off on offense and clicking, and it looks like this is going to be an easy game. They're going to just keep doing mm-hmm. this. What happens? It's not an easy game, Gino. Right. I, mean, I, I, right. I, I think that that's a fairly common frustration among Packers fans is that why, you know, I think the expectation, and, and look, I don't think we should grade them on a curve. I think Aaron Rodgers' expectations, as he has stated, publicly many times is, you know, we need to score 30 points a game. If we score 30 points a game, almost no one is beating us. And that is his belief. That's his formula. Just like his formula for having a good playoff position is win all your home games, split your road games, you go 8-0 at home, you go 4-4 four and four on the road, and you'll be 12-4 and four and you'll be in contention for a first-round playoff fight. Now, they went 7-1 and one at home. And they've got two more road games left, so they've still got a chance to do do that or better if they can win their last two games. But the reality is, is it's hard. It is hard. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I, and I don't, this is my frustration, because if you try to defend Aaron Rodgers, especially if you did a radio show with him for four years, um, you're either an apologist or a toady. But they're playing in a new offense. And most new offenses, when you start out, you're not very good in them. And I think that's fair to say about them. They're inconsistent. They also have, I mean, we've talked about this every either Monday or Thursday for months. I mean, Marquez Valdez-Scantling came out of camp as their number two receiver. Mm-hmm. He gets open because he's fast on a deep ball on the very first play. I mean, they dial up a big-time gutsy first call, right? Mm-hmm. Rodgers puts the yep. ball exactly where it's supposed to be, and it goes right through his hands. I mean, it is mystifying what happened to that guy. Geronimo Allison, every time the ball comes to him, he either doesn't catch it, he either drops it, or he catches it and then fumbles it. I mean, they just, besides 17 and 33, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, 
They just have no one that's really that good. And I love Alan Lazard. He's a great story, and he's a good developmental prospect. But he has shortcomings. I love Jake Kummerow. He barely even gets on the field. But when he does, what did he do yesterday? Yeah. 49-yard yep. catch and run. Big so play. They just they, they, they don't have – I would say that you will see this offseason, much like you saw this past offseason on defense, where they added the Smith and they added – Adrian Amos, and then they used their first two picks in the first round on defensive players. I would predict that you will see Goody do that on offense this year, that he will, he will spend this coming offseason augmenting that side of the ball because it just isn't talented enough. Okay, then what's to blame for yesterday when it, in the fourth quarter when Rodgers, it was third and four, and he, instead of running, Gets out of field goal range and gets sacked. Why didn't he run? Was that the uh, new the offense? On, the blame is on Aaron Rodgers. There, I mean, you can't. You just you, you cannot under any circumstances take that sack. Okay. Like, yeah. You remember the Super Bowl a few years ago when the Patriots came back and beat the Falcons after the Falcons were winning twenty-eight to three. That was a great comeback. It's a historic Super Bowl comeback. But if Matt Ryan doesn't take a sack that he did during that game toward the end while the Patriots were coming back, if he just throws the ball away or runs and, and keeps it and keeps the clock running, they probably win the game. There are certain times in a game where I don't care if you're Aaron Rodgers or uh, Dak Prescott or Tim Boyle, the Packers' backup quarterback, you can't take a sack. And, you know, do I think he was a little surprised when 44 ran over Aaron Jones right into his lap? Yeah, probably. But that doesn't matter. You can't allow that to happen. And he obviously did. That is, you know, the guy doesn't walk on water. Sometimes he does screw up and deserves criticism. And I think that's the spot where he definitely does. Okay. And um, final note that I want to talk about is the issue of respect. Uh, Aaron mentioned after the game, he doesn't think the team gets the respect that they deserve. Would you agree with that? You know, he, I, I think he was a little agitated by some of our questions because they, they did have a kind of a negative bent on some of them because, yeah, you're 11-3, and three, but your offense stinks or, you know, you've gotten a lot of breaks or whatever it may be. And, you know, I think, I think he's right about how they're viewed because, look, they are a team that has, some shortcomings that they have remarkably managed to overcome. And don't forget, they've done it with a first-year head coach. I mean, Lombardi, Holmgren, McCarthy, all won Super Bowls. None of them went to the playoffs in their first year. None of them. No one in Packers history has done this. And here they've made the playoffs in his first year. And this is one of my favorite things about how the Packers are viewed. So people will argue that, well, Matt LaFleur made the playoffs his first year because he's got an elite quarterback. And then in the very next sentence, that same person will say, oh, Rodgers, he's not even elite anymore. <laughs> so, what is it? Yeah. I, so, I, look, they, they have had a remarkable season. Do I think that they are a Super Bowl team? Probably not. But if they can win in Minnesota next Monday night, and then close out by beating the hapless Lions in the finale. They will have a top two seed. 
And if that happens, you only have to win two games to get to the Super Bowl, and one of them is at home. So could they end up there? Yeah. Could Aaron Rodgers conjure up that magic of his in the postseason? No question. They may not be a team that looks like a Super Bowl team, but that may not stop them from being a Super Bowl team. But they have to, they have to do more offensively. They have to either say, look, forget it, we're just going to go with Adams and Jones and cast our lot with them because those two guys accounted for more than half their yards. All right, Jace, always a pleasure. Thanks for the insight. We'll talk to you on Thursday. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, our green and gold insider from ESPN Radio, brought to you by Go Right Way Transportation Service, Airport Corporate, Black Car Group, and more, and also brought to you by Inspire. Treat sleep apnea with a click of a button, inspiresleep.com. That's inspiresleep.com.